The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Steve Dennis. Well, the bad news, the Cowboys don't play a game again until Halloween night. We're going to miss the excitement, the entertainment, the success. The good news, the Cowboys don't play a game again until Halloween night. Since Dak gets to limp around in a walking boot for the next, what, I don't know, seven to ten days. I'm Steve Dennis. Happy to be here. We got Clarence E. Hill Jr. Wave to the camera, Clarence. Now that you know it's there. Of the Fort Worth Star Telegram, we got Nick Eatman of all Dallas Cowboys media. (laughs) Tell your boss. I'm stretching. He's management now, so be nice around Nick. And we got John Mashota. From what's the up, Athletic over here and his podcast. Um, all right, so that's first. No break for Dak, which is unfortunate. He said he just continues to take punches. Everybody else is going to get a breath, relax a little bit. Dak's not. He's got to get treatment, lay around, and get that calf better. What um, what thoughts do each of us have about that in general? Mashoda, you first. Well, I think that my biggest takeaway from this was how he acted when he walked into that room. If he thought it was something real serious, he was not going to be joking and laughing like he was. Like, he knew we all saw him in this walking boot, and his tone set the tone for the rest of us. And immediately people started laughing, joking. He was laughing, joking back with everyone. At that point, I was like, I don't, I don't think that this is going to be that serious. Like, like you know, when you as soon as you hear a calf— Rich Dalrymple says it's it's a calf strain. Anybody that covers this team, anybody that follows this team closely automatically thinks, oh, Michael Gallup had a calf strain. We haven't right. seen him in forever. But the way that Dak kind of set the tone by joking about it, uh, it made me kind of think that it wasn't as serious. But then about 10 minutes later when we left, Clarence, and we were standing out there by the buses and he walked by and how much he was limping with it, I was like, uh, if I post a video of this right now, people of, are going to be very concerned. That's, that's Dak Prescott leadership. This is him, just leadership. I'm going to present this face in front of the public that I'm fine, I'm fine, even though he's dying inside. I, I like that he made it about you guys. I'll give you guys something to talk right. about right. for two weeks and, and wasn't even concerned about himself. Well, I mean, for me, you know, I, I got a chance to see him just a few minutes earlier than that coming off the field, and you could just tell the, the you know, he had a, a, a grim, grimace. And it was, he's, yeah, you could tell there was a lot of pain there, um, and you know it's got to be managed right. That, that calf's got to be got to be managed. I mean, I'm, I I can speak from experience. If you don't manage your calf injury, you'll deal with it for years. So I'm saying, so, and they will. The Britt Brown and those guys, they'll manage it. But I mean, so if he doesn't get to go to to a Vegas or Cabo, if he does no that, Cabo. you know, oh the Cabo trip. So so wow. So what you're saying is that between him walking off the field to come and talk to us, there was a few. Mm-hmm. Minutes there, that he got some happy juice. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he did. Not everybody's like you, Clarence. No, what I'm saying is, no, <laughs> they treated it. They put the cast on. They gave him some for the pain. Okay. No, because he just said ten minutes after that he was still. No, it was it was, it was the, it, because the boot. The boot is you know it's, it's hard it's, to walk. It's hard yeah. So he was trying to run to the way we, we were making fun because we were talking to him. I was talking right. to him. I said, "Stop slow down!" Because he was trying to run to the butt. Like, why are you trying to run? You're in a boot. There's no one helping him. He has no crutches. It's him in that boot 
trying well, to scoop and, and, and it, weight on him. And, <laughs> I, yeah. I know the weight on him, but I'm just saying he's by himself. Can you imagine? Guys, not everyone's here. <laughs> Who? Dak Prescott's not here. He, well, well, tell, him, tell him to hurry up. <laughs> but The, the but, other thing, though, is is if it was a little bit more serious like that, I don't think he'd be in a walking boot. I think he would have been on crutches. No, or, I, or maybe not even have done a post-game no, press I, conference. I, I, like, I, I agree. The, thing the that, feeling was like, oh, this is going to be a big deal to you guys because I'm in this boot right now. But right. No, I'm and, not and, as concerned as you guys how, are going to be. That's how I felt in training camp. Okay, I, I felt that if the shoulder was serious, serious, mm-hmm. they would have got him off the field. You know, if this is if this is a major injury, you're going to get him off the field, and you're going to do whatever, go 24-7, let's fix, get this thing fixed. Well, all the money you spent. and But the fact that they didn't told me that it wasn't as serious as, you know, it, it wasn't that serious. Now, certainly they were cautious with it as they should have been, and they, but, but it's the same way with this. Because he spoke to the media, that tells me it wasn't that serious. Now, it's it, it could be nagging. It could it still could be one game. I don't know, but it's not a major injury. But well, it's a setback. I think that you do get a feel for that kind of stuff yeah. when you're around the team. But that kind of stuff changes too, because he's already been through the one MRI. They're saying, okay, doesn't look that bad. Now we'll revisit it Monday. Uh, my question: This is a very serious question. Do you think it would make more sense for him to miss the Minnesota game instead of getting him ramped up and ready for the Minnesota game? I mean, you're talking about a 17-game season this year. Why not give him the extra week, miss the Minnesota? you got a three-game lead in the division. Right, but they might not look at it that way. The medical staff might not be like, a week is going to be that much difference. It might be like, yeah, if we could give you two months off, it'll make a big difference. But one week, and here's the other thing. Like, Dak Prescott is a guy who that if he can even come close to playing, he's going to play regardless of what he can do during the week. I mean, he's said many times, I mean, how he has gotten every job, in whether it was high school, college, pro, is by somebody else getting injured. He doesn't want anybody else going out there to be the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, regardless of situation. So I don't see, I, if, as long as he can go out there and play. And then it's kind of goes back to those backups, Hold but on. it could. Well, there's be. that, and, then, and, and <laughs> so I'm not saying I'm not talking about him losing the job. I'm saying it's a mentality that you have that you're like, this is my job that nobody else is going out there and is going to do my job. I don't care who you are. But he I'm could be saying, wrong. He could be wrong Hold for on. the but, betterment of the team. And the other thing is, I was going to say too, real quick, is that like with a Tyron Smith, like every time that he gets hurt, you're just kind of like. Yeah, even Tyron at 50%, you'd rather have him than the next guy at 100. It's the same thing going to your point about their backup quarterbacks. Like, you would rather have Dak out there even if he's only 50%. Yeah, but for me, though, and and I've heard this, and I think this happened, I believe it happened to Kevin Durant. you got to be careful on the fact that it can, you know, the calf could lead to other things. I mean, that happened with an Achilles, and I'm not saying, you know, the knee bone's connected to the hip. It is. All that, but I mean, you got to be careful with that. So, yeah, he can play on that. Do you think one week really would make that big? Of a it difference? might. It might. It really might, it might. John. I mean, I, 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 for this, it, this situation, I, I, I answer your question by saying, if he's ready, then I'd play him. If he's not, if he's yeah. not ready, yeah. and he's just going to limp around, and because I do think this is one of those injuries that could make it worse. And I it wouldn't could. leave it up to him. Yeah, it, it could. I just wouldn't leave okay, it up to it him. Could, it could make it. I think that the knee bone connected to the, all that stuff. Yeah. No, what is it connected to? I don't know. It's the hip bone, leg bone, all of this stuff. Thigh bone. Thigh bone. The calf bone. The calf bone. But, 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 I guess my point is, you know this is all connected to the ankle. The same leg. Uh, I'm sure that, and that that's part of the concern. You know, it, It's not a coincidence that he strained the right calf 
the same right calf that's connected to the right ankle that he injured a year ago, and he's in, in year after surgery. I mean, some of this stuff happens when you you whether it's overcompensating when something is weaker, whatever else. The ankle is fine, but those other muscles in those legs, things tend to happen, and and no. this could be part of that. And you you and you know, clearly I'm not a doctor, I'm not a leg doctor, but I'm saying that those are the things that I was thinking about, and certainly when you as you go forward. It is the Vikings game, and you do have a 5-1 and one record. And I think it's okay if you want to be cautious. I talked to a doctor who actually said, thank God it was the same foot. Because he's like, if it wasn't the same foot, if it was, if it was the left calf, he had a right ankle. Injury. Right, right ankle. If it was the left calf, he said that would be way more problematic because mm. he's going to be compensating and leaning on it a lot more because that's what you do when you walk, you lean on your other one. He's like, I'm glad it is the same one. Well, here's so, what, here's I, the code of the was, NFL. I didn't understand that at first, but I get it now. That is interesting, yeah. I, the, the code of the NFL, and that's why I love the NFL more than the NBA and Major League Baseball because Combined. they do try to get everybody ready for the next game. That is the basic code of the league. Uh, you, well, also because you have well, so there's much only time 16 off in of them. As, right. And there's a lot of time They in hustle to get people ready to play, and that's what they always do. But And you, you don't just go, you know what, why don't you just kick back? for? And they don't do that. They do that in other sports. Uh, I mean, Christian McCaffrey tried to get back in for Carolina, and he had a setback. On IR for three weeks. He's trying to get back. Yeah, Jack could, Prescott's ankle was pointed the opposite direction. He tried to bang it on the turf. He tried to, to get, yeah, get I mean, it you're back. You're going to try to play. It's only 16 of them. And, and, and 17, career, 17 now. 16, yeah, this year. But yeah, but 17 of them. Since 18 we're be next year, 20 in two years, 24. No. Uh, unlike, unlike, unlike 82 and 160, whatever, yes, you, you want to get them to be able to play. But if they can't play, they can't play. And the last thing you want to do is leave it up to the player. Yeah, you oh, don't want you don't it. want Dak saying, "Oh, I, I'm fine, guys. Don't worry about me." I, I mean, it's it's one game. It, 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 I would think, judging by other people who have had this, I remember years ago Aikman had it, and he was complaining about, "Man, what a nagging little injury! Yeah. This calf." Uh, but me. Uh, uh, it see it seems to be that kind of an injury. Yeah. Now, one one thing that to note, and, and we. Know that Michael Gallup had it, but from from the Cowboys' point of view, that it's different for a quarterback and a receiver because you're asking the quarterback to sure. do less than they don't jump him. basically. All of that you don't ask yeah. your receiver has to do much more on it, which is why Gallup is taking much longer to come back than what you you would think the deck could play with it. What what Michael Gallup could. We'll just see Monday, I guess, is where to leave that. But uh, well, he's not practicing next week, right? We won't see Monday. No, but but you know what? What, though? what they're playing but hold is on. you may see Tuesday, but, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, well, well, Mike McCarthy won't tell us, but Jerry will. Well, but, but <laughs> no, but but they're but they're, we're, we're going to get him on the that. Cowboys. <laughs> He'll say it on the radio. The Cowboys <laughs> transactions might tell you as well. I mean, I mean, now let's just say right now that they say he's out. Let's just say he's out. Do you think anything would change? They've got Cooper yeah, Rush. They've got. Will Greer? No, that won't happen. <laughs> Will Greer? He's vaccinated. And it doesn't matter. They're, they're going to go with Cooper Rush. I'm kidding. He's I'm, been around. Did you and just then, say then Cam Newton? Yes. Yeah, he did. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is do you think if they knew right now he was going to miss one game, nobody's got coming in here? I no, wouldn't think no. so. Rush? I, you guys Greer, know better than me, Danucci, but I wouldn't think so. You Rush, just go Rush, with right. it. Rush Greer. 
Well, I'm just saying, what to, to practice? You have to practice. Okay. You have to. I mean, Danucci's not getting called up. I get it. I'm just saying, this is who you have here. We can't even get a package of plays for him. Are no. you? Are you leading us somewhere, Nick? No, or, I, I, I'm just you? asking that question. I'm actually just kind of talking my way through this. So oh, okay. because of that, then no, they're not going to do anything. Because I mean, a lot of times you can just tell, say, all right, well. You know, how's this cornerback doing? Is he okay? It's Thursday. He's not practicing. I was like, well, they, they didn't sign anyone. They actually cut a, a, a backup from the practice squad. He's playing, or they would have brought yeah. someone in here. So I'm just, I really just wasted our time. For I, no, it's minutes. wonderful. I, I don't think just it, talking in circles. Me personally, I don't think it would be a bad idea to sacrifice the one game for the remaining 10. I, I just don't think it would be a bad idea. It, it isn't. If, 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 if medical professionals tell you, the one week will that mean everything. Could mean a sure, lot. Yeah. But I just don't know that one week is going to be like, oh, did you get the one week off? Yeah, I'm good now. I'm ready to go. I don't but that's need three weeks. It gives him three weeks it's of inactivity. It's not one week, it's three weeks. So Instead I mean, of two, yeah. it, I think it could make a huge difference. Yeah, but it's but who knows? one week, though. It's one it's week from where he is. still just one week, yeah. But but honestly though, when you th- just think about this, different injuries that you might have had, I mean, like my pinky from a week ago that okay. still hasn't healed. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. Yeah, well, what happened? It just bleeds all the time. Yeah, we uh, cut it, it, just, it just won't stop bleeding. bleeding. I cut it right here, cleaning this last Wednesday. Stop! I didn't hear that. You Solve cut it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh no, you cut it at work. Oh my yeah, god. No, yeah, work, work no, must come. Work. Did that ever happen come. to you, Clarence? Yeah, it hurt, helped me out here too. Right. <laughs> my finger's still messed up. I forgot. God. All right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> it's Media Mash. Steve Dennis here with John Mashota, <coughs> Nick Eatman, Clarence E. Hill Jr. Uh, that game, that game Sunday, w- was such an interesting game. There was so much going on, bad, and then good, and then bad for both teams. Uh, just a real weird one. A- and the Cowboys showed something by coming out of there with the win, which is something they haven't done in that place in a very, very long time. So I thought it would be fun. For each of us to give our main take from this win by the Cowboys in Foxborough, because there's a lot of ways we can go with this. Everybody give a take uh, that was on their mind from this one. We'll react to it, and then we'll go down the line and move into the next segment. Machota, you first. I just thought it was a huge road win because of who you were going against in Bill Belichick. And I know that a lot of fans were like, oh, who cares Like going into the game? like They don't have Brady and this. They're roster isn't as talented as typical Pats teams of the past, but I don't care. Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick, and you saw early in that game that he was putting, they were doing things that you weren't expecting. The Cowboys talked about, Mike McCarthy talked about, they saw things they didn't see all year long from the Patriots. Like, this was going to be a true test in Foxborough, although the weather wasn't bad at all. That's when you want to play in Foxborough. I just thought it meant a lot for who they who they beat, and then to go on the road and do that, and then it just took it to another level that there were several times in that game that they could have lost that game, and they didn't. They continued to find ways. Even when it was late, I think there's a lot of teams, the majority, almost all teams, would have lost that game after they, they get the pick six and immediately come back and give up that long touchdown. That's going to knock a lot of teams out. And they just kept fighting, kept fighting. And then I thought about how it reminded me a little bit of the Pittsburgh game in 2016. Yeah. Um, that's the last time that I felt like they had a win like this, uh, uh, similar to this on the road. Yeah, and that was also a game where you know they need to be tested. Like, all right, rookie, can you go there mm-hmm. and win? Can you do this and win? And the same type of thing. Can, can this team go to New England and win? And I, 
I, for me, it was just they, they played ugly in the first half. They, they, they did a lot of things that, that you shouldn't do to win games on the road. But when you figure out a way to do it, you figure out a way to win, maybe, maybe you are a really good football team. And you can't keep doing it all the time, but to go in there and with all those situations and play like they did and still find a way, I think it's a sign of, of that they, they can be pretty special when they can put it all together. Yeah, I never thought they had a chance to lose that game until the holding and the unsportsmanlike. Oh, yeah. Third and 25, like, yeah. okay, fine. I, I just knew they were going right down the field, especially because that was after they converted to fourth and four. Right. Okay, so, oh, yeah, they're going to get the field. You know, they're going to kick this field goal and go in overtime and win the game. They, they, I never thought they'd lose the game, but third and 25 is something to overcome. And then, of course, one play. Just piece of cake. And third and 25 because, you know, even yeah. if they get in range, you're like, well, I just saw Greg Zerline's last yeah. kick. Like, I don't, I don't know how yeah, feel com- so, comfortable you feel. How far it's going to be. Right. right, all of that. So, so you, but if you look at the numbers at the end of the game, they dominated the game. Yeah. They were the better team. All right, what now, were you guys thinking at halftime when it was 14 to 10 New I England? I finished my thoughts. Oh, there's an irony. No, we're, I'm I leading finish. you to your next thought. That's where you were going. Right, you no. start. You start. It's like a little just, just took out my thoughts. My main thought Halftime. take away from the game was at the beginning of the game, we talked all week about them taking away the Cowboys' best option. And they're going to take away your right hand. you got to use your left hand. Take away your fastball. And they tried to stop the run. Did and a damn good job in the first half. They did a damn good job in the first half. But one thing we all know, which Bill Pelichick and these experts don't know, the best part of this team is Dak Prescott in the passing game. Dak Prescott in the passing game. Yeah, so, if he would have let him run early, that game would have been over early. If you would have let Zeke start running and he had like 100 that, and half, that game would have been that, over. But, but, the pass but, would have been blown out. Yes, but they were, they were getting ready. First of all, he scored on the fourth and one. I'm going to go CD with Bill. CD should have scored the I'm touchdown. I'm going to go with Bill on this. I think his plan was pretty sound. Now, For the CD team he has. CD should have scored That game would have been over. It was some fluky things that happened early, but – the most passing yards ever against the Bill Belichick coach team. The most yards total against the Bill Belichick coach team. They ran 82 plays. They did not stop the Cowboys' offense, and they did not stop Dak Prescott. Go ahead. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a break right here. Uh, I'm going to give an opinion that you guys are going to hate, I think. <laughs> Maybe. Most of the time. Uh, I think this game showed how much the NFL is changing. And, and I will make my case... Uh, but I think it's positive for Cowboys fans because I think it shows that the Cowboys are a true Super Bowl contender. So let me throw my take out next and see if these guys throw stuff at me on Media Mash. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. 
The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash is indeed the name of the get-together. We're doing it Tuesday because of the bye week, typically Wednesday and Thursday at 4 o'clock. Tell all your friends we'd love to have you along here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Steve Dennis, John Mashota, Nick Eatman, Clarence E. Hill Jr. mashing things up on this Tuesday as the Cowboys go away for the bye week, which makes this weekend of the NFL interesting, but a lot less interesting. All right, here we go. Here we go with my take on that New England game. And I've been formulating this for a while. I think the NFL's changing a bit. I think that there was so much going on in this game that we could criticize McCarthy for, we could criticize Quinn for, we can, we can find criticisms all over the place. Fourth and one on your first possession at the 34. Uh, it was something that, by the way, Brandon Staley with the Chargers has done four times already this year. He goes for it on fourth and down. He doesn't care where they are because he's got a magic man in Justin Herbert. Um, I don't care what happens in a long NFL game anymore. To me, if you have certain ingredients, none of it matters. And it starts with the magic man. Who's got a magic man? Dak Prescott is a magic man in the NFL. Lamar Jackson, I mean, you know the list. Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers, Murray, maybe Stafford, maybe Herbert. If you've got that and your team has explosive playmakers, Nick's falling asleep. No, no. Your team is relentless, Yes, which means you never stop. You're relentless. You have resiliency in your makeup. And timeliness. Now, that's the big one. And that's the one that's going to come into play for the Cowboys. How timely are they when it matters later? Because this is all about winning a playoff game. But anyway, none of what happened in this game, we could pick on this and fourth and one and 12 penalties and, oh, my God, they gave up a 75-yard touchdown right after they got a pick six from Diggs. None of it matters if you've got the Magic Man and those four, you just keep going. Dak keeps putting a clinic on. So does Lamar. Mahomes, yeah, he's kind of – that's what Kansas City's been doing for three years. Nobody criticized. Sizes Andy Reid for for clock mismanagement anymore because they've got Mahomes. Let him go win the game and forget it all. It cures everything. And this Cowboys team, we can all take a break. We don't need to criticize McCarthy for going for it on fourth and one 
from his own 34 in the first possession because Dak will make it all right later. It, that, that's not how this works, Steve. It is how it works in the new NFL. No. There's about eight teams that have the right ingredients. Uh, nobody's criticizing McDermott for going for it to win the game last night because he's got Josh Allen. They're going, oh, of course, you're letting Josh go win the game. He, he's got a good enough team where he's just going to do what the players would love that he does. It, it's a new NFL. It's Magic Man and about four ingredients and see who is the last. Now, the rest of the teams are screwed. They can't play like this. The Cowboys can play like this. They they can overcome anything and keep going and keep going. So, so Resiliency, it, relentlessness, timeliness, boom, they win the so game. So what happens when they face one of those other four eight teams that have the same ingredients? In the playoffs. And they, yes, and they have the same ingredients. Yep. And then the decision-making by Mike McCarthy comes into play. Well, I, I still then, don't think it will. Do you think that Arians' decision-making came into play last year when Brady was leading his team to win the Super Bowl? No. Brady, Brady they, had it they, under control. They won the but, Super Bowl. But, they won the Super Bowl. I'm but, talking about, I'm talking about if they don't win. <laughs> but what ha- If I mean, they don't win, then it comes into play. Well, right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got to like, win. It's, it comes down to, like, if, if, if you've got – a, po- uh, a poker hand. If you got pocket aces and you got pocket aces, that that's that. Usually you're going to win. But if someone else has also has the same hand, how you play them matters. How do you play them matters? No, it's about who bets it better. Okay, well, <laughs> whatever. That, and that's yeah. exactly what he's saying. It, who bets it better? How do you game play? Management. It still right. it still matters, Steve. I mean, I understand. I mean, I mean, you you put this big, you know, these tenants out there that that. Usually are good for all winning teams. We're talking about the Cowboys. And what we do in Dallas every week is we're going to nitpick everything. This is a broad generalization. I know, but we're going to But listen to me. It's like the NBA. The NBA, nobody nitpicks coaches. It depends on who your players it's are. 82 games. It depends if you got Steph or LeBron 17 or, or games, whomever. you're going to nitpick everything the Cowboys do. That's so, why we have a weekly radio show. So you think, this is, <laughs> I mean, do you think McCarthy's getting nitpicked then? Oh yeah, of course he's getting nitpicked, and rightfully so at times. But that's what we do. We're going to nitpick everything. A, yeah, I mean but that's just it's, it's, that's everybody that does that. I mean, yes. okay, the greatest coach that's that co- has ever coached in the NFL, from my perspective, is Bill Belichick. Can you imagine what, what, what Cowboys fans would be saying if McCarthy would have sat on the ball with ninety seconds to go in the first half when Bill just kneeled it out? How? Punting from your own side of the field? Oh, my God, who would ever do that? Belichick is the best at that. Going back to your original point, I don't think you need the other ingredients. I think you just need the one, and that's the quarterback. The magic man. I think the magic man covers up all of that, and I know fans are going to hate to hear this, but it does come down to those guys in today's NFL, and really there's going to be criticism regardless, and it almost comes down to a coin flip in the playoffs when you have, because it's going to come down to, does Kyler Murray play better than Dak? Does Dak play better than Aaron Rodgers? Right. Does Josh Allen play better than Patrick Mahomes? That's Those guys cover up a lot of the worst. I like that. If you want to make it all about the quarterback, then it's the same qualities, though. They better be relentless. They better sure. be resilient. And who's going to be more timely? And Dak just showed you there's a lot going on in that football game. I mean, my gosh, it, it was a roller coaster. You're going, what the? I mean, you want to? Bl- what are they doing? What you know? You're oh, saying you're saying that the whole game, and then you just watch Dak get the ball, like you say. Uh, what was it? Uh, third and twenty-five. Yes, no. Third and twenty-five. They're done. They're done. Oh, 
He just easily goes 24 yards to C.D. Lamb. That gets Not- unfazed. That is the best part about it. That's why this team is unfazed. But so is Aaron Rodgers. So is Tom Brady. You know, just the, a handful of them. That, we, we, okay, but we're not talking about all thirty-two teams. We're already no, but we're that, talking about all the playoffs team, and all right, the playoffs teams have these guys: right, Lamar have Jackson, guys. Kyler they Murray, are, Josh all, Allen. They're unfazed, and so yeah, we think the Cowboys are one of the best teams in the league. We think that they're going to be a, a contender. They should be a contender. They so when it comes down to deck against Aaron Rodgers. Who you got? Now it's who's going to be more timely. Yes, who you and, got? And, and, and Brady's and, the king of and, timely. And Brady and Rodgers have proven <laughs> to be that and have done that. That's the only thing we haven't seen from Dak. Well, and that's see, all this talk about identity that we've been discussing, and people, oh, is Belichick going to take Zeke away? Is this, is, this, is this team going back to their Zeke? No. The magic man is this team's identity. Yes. If you have that in the NFL, you are a legitimate contender. Yes. And, until, and if you don't, you are not. And until, <laughs> and until you win, until you do it on the biggest stages – in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl, that's right. It's an unknown. But I still think it's it, still an it, unknown. in that scenario, let's say let's say the Cowboys are going head to head with Brady uh, in in a, in the NFC Championship game. Let's say that. I don't think it's about decisions McCarthy's making. Okay. I think it's about is Dak more timely, more resilient, more relentless but, than Brady. Well, yeah, but but decisions at the end of the first half, decisions to go forward on fourth down, they play a role in that. The NFL seems they still like play, a video game. They play a days. role in that. And what he did, they want it to be how, with these guys. The decisions yeah. at the end of games play a role in, in whether that can be more timely. Because again, whether McCarthy kneels on it or does or uses uses timeouts at the right time, like last week, you know, did he? Why did he not? Why did he kick the field goal with twenty seconds left? Okay, or 24 seconds left. Why did he bleed the timeout? Why do you give him any chance to feel the kickoff and possibly make a play to win the game? Okay, that matters. If that's Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, who had 46 seconds left, not that game. We're we're talking about the playoffs. But, but. Aaron Rodgers showed you he can get the field goal rate in 40 seconds, right? Right. Okay. But, but Mac Jones Mac Jones is not, not no. going to do that. In fact, Belichick's not even going to let him. Right. I understand that. But one point is, at the end of the game, they, the nitpicking, we're talking about McCarthy nitpicking and how it matters because he did hey. he did kick, he did leave too much time on I'm the I'm calling field. a timeout right then and there. When I have a yeah. referee that, that sat there for, for 10 minutes, couldn't figure out if it was third down or second down or what the <laughs> deal is, and then the ball comes in there, where's the spot? Is it going to change? Is it going to stop? I'm calling a timeout to I, figure I, out what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm I don't saying it's globally. Mac Jones glo- and Nick Folk beat you in 24 okay, seconds in the win. That's fine. I'm just saying him. globally to say that the decision-making of the coach don't matter, that's not true. No, I, I agree. That's, that's all I'm saying. But, yes, in that game you were right, but I'm just saying it could come into play in playoff games. But you're calling him the magic man, the Dak, the magic man, and we talked about this before when last week we said Belichick's going to tell you who the identity of the team is, right? And Belichick let Dak said, Dak, you have to beat me. Right. I'm not going to let the running game beat me. Dak, you have to beat me. And in the first half, it was looking like pretty good because Dak was beating himself, fumbling and throwing picks. He was. I mean, I, I, he two, scored on the touchdown. I mean, I mean, he I hear didn't you. Didn't score. I, okay, but but he didn't score. I agree. I, I've I've argued. With I, you too. I, I, I I agree. But but to say that Dak was, I mean, either he, on the fourth down, it was neither going to be a fumble or it's going to be turnover in possessions. I I don't consider that a turnover. But because. 
They didn't it was, it was score. fourth down. They didn't score. But yeah, I don't think did. that was a situation of Dak beating himself on that fourth down when you put it all together, though. He, they knocked the ball out of his hands. Jeff Heath can't knock the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. These guys, they can't knock the ball out. He fumbled. He fumbled. He said it. He didn't play his, I, his best game. I, I know what and he said. Belichick was letting him try to beat him because I agree with you. If you run, you you get, you, but you can't continue. Like that's what why this team is five and one. You can't continue to say Dak, you're gonna have to beat me because he's gonna be like, all right, well, I am going. Well, it's to. gotta right. be it's gotta right. be one or the right. other. Right. And and right. Lamar Jackson proved that. One or Where, the other, what? Well, uh, Baltimore's a running football team. Okay, they like to run the football with their quarterback, but when Eberflus wouldn't let him, what did Lamar do? He threw for 460 yeah. yards. Right. That's what, yeah. that's You've got to yeah. be able and, to do and, both. And, and just like at the end of the game, the that's game, a magic the, man. The, the game winning play, okay, the Cowboys had two tight ends. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, archaic, old school Bill Belichick, was basically playing the run and trying to prevent a field goal. Mm-hmm. You know, the two tight ends. So the safety jumps the tight end, and you got CD running one on one by himself. Fine, yeah, let Dak beat you. That's why it was wide open play because he's playing the run. Right, that's why this team oh, is special. He's because playing the run. Team yeah, and his special. team isn't that great either. No, right? I'm just saying, like the stuff that Belichick did in that game, I really didn't have many questions about no. it. He's playing his hand no. of what he Mike has. Zimmer, he doesn't have the 2002 New England Patriots. No, he, if he had that, he would have done different things. He doesn't have the magic man. Mike Zimmer is going to have to figure out. Like the, they're going to ask the question, who, what's he going to take away? And the answer is, you have to take away the run and the pass. Good luck. And to your no. point about the Magic Man right. and, and the it. NFL changing, they want it that way. Look at the way the rules have changed. They want those quarterbacks to be the stars yes. like that. It's like the NBA in the 80s that That's elevated right. it. You need your Magic. You need your Larry. That's you need your what's Jordan. happening. Listen, and, 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 and by the way, in the Vikings game won't be the Cowboys, no And the Cowboys have, have that guy. Wait a minute. By the way, Dak Prescott, okay, here we go. 445 yards passing, threw it 51 times. You can't win doing yes, that. that. Remember that narrative? You can't win you doing that. Yeah, and nobody says that about Mahomes, time in and time out. Mahomes this weekend threw it 47 times for 397 yards. He had two interceptions. He's spitting the ball up, but he's the magic man. That's the way they win. He figures it out and they win. When are we going to stop uh, counting pass attempts, though? Because seriously, yards are yards. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, but we're looking at we're looking at that and and judging it like old school passing attempts when 20 of those 47 passes probably didn't even get to the line of scrimmage. That's They're true. Hot, hot They're like passes. runs. Right. They're right. like runs. Right. right. That's right. why but, completion but that, percentage. But that's why is about Haywood, to be out the But window. that's why yeah, unless that's, it's unless it's but a that's 90%. why Haywood, that'll be the new NFL. But, but, but just like we were talking about Jock's article last week about this is the identity when you put these stats with Dak passed for 100 yards that got this record. It's BS. I, I hate. People just look at numbers, just look at raw numbers and say, you know, he passed 400 yards to lose. Well, you look at the game and how it transpired. Right. This is why but you had chill, to do that. But, Chill, the, the way that I look at that is whatever you have on your offense that helps your quarterback. That is what you want. It's not about the running back. Right. You look at these other teams. Arizona doesn't care who their running back is. Whatever they got to help Murray – Buffalo, they don't care if it's Singletary or Moss. Whatever they've got to help their magic man. That This is like a video game. Murray goes up and down the field like he's playing uh, video games. He is, he's a kid. I mean, it's ridiculous. The game is changing. But this offense isn't like that, though. It isn't, but, but McCarthy told us, and he's told us time and time again, the offense is still built around the quarterback. Yeah. Yes, they may run the ball a lot and run the ball well, but the quarterback is the straw that stirs the drink. He's the one that makes it happen. It's, it's quarterback friendly. Well, 
I, this this team, I think I think they need they balance each other. I mean, five years ago, I think it was you know it was definitely Zeke that was helping and, yes. and helping Dak, and I think it's kind of the other way around. But I think that they they helped. No, each they other. don't. Did, did you see the game Thursday night? Uh, uh, Tom Brady. What yeah. did he lean on? Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Fournette scores twice, has a hundred yards rushing. He's pounding it. Yeah. That's helping his quarterback. But it's in the hands of the quarterback and the and the OC. Yeah. You also have to have the running game to be able to do that. I think if a lot of those yes. other quarterbacks had Zeke and the Cowboys offensive right. line, they would run it more too. Which, which is why the more this thing goes along, and we'll discuss this here in our next segment, the Cowboys are looking more and more like not a top six team. Mm. They're looking more and I more got, like a top two or three team. I got I got breaking news, and it's, it's, it's always the Cowboys. We talked about this earlier. Uh oh. Demonte Kazi arrested early Tuesday morning, charged with DUI. KZ. Crazy KZ. Hmm. Crazy KZ. Always something. You talked about this, Machota, earlier. It's always, it's always something. By week, it's always something with the Cowboys. It can never be smooth sailing. It just started, though. Huh? <laughs> By week just started. Didn't uh, he just suffer a concussion? Oh, Didn't KZ just? No. No, okay. No. Who am he, I thinking of? He suffered, a, Who just suffered, he the, suffered a bad candy. angle. Okay. He suffered candy. a bad angle on a 76-yard touchdown pass. Yeah. He suffered a bad angle. He suffered. I should have played the ball. Boy, that was that was such an odd play. I was, mean, everybody was still no, hitting K- their head on the ceiling celebrating Trayvon Diggs. Well, DeMonte KZ, and, and I think a lot of other players in that position – would have kind of held back because you have this guy who's on this incredible tear. You're just like, he's going to pick this thing off. And I think he kind of probably let up thinking that, oh, he's, you know, Trayvon Diggs is about to intercept this pass right here. And Diggs was probably like, oh, I got help here. I don't know if I can get to this one. And they both kind of were left standing there. I, mean, I think yeah, it was almost like a perfect storm of, I, know, I don't know how many times Pretty good throw happen. by the rookie. Too. No, pretty good throw, but you're, I mean, I, I guess the safety's number one job would be the last line of defense. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And you could see that he had a step on. The cornerback, Diggs. So the idea that Diggs gonna pick this off, I mean, watch make the play. Your job is to make the play. The ball's right in front of you. He did not play the ball or the man. That's just that's unacceptable for my safety play. Unacceptable. No doubt. That was and, his and, play. And this DUI is unacceptable to going into this bye week. He ag- uh, he acknowledged on uh I think he did like a screen grab of someone's tweet, uh KZ did, of trade yes. by Diggs taking, you know, the blame for it and said, like, come on, man, you can't do that. I know that like, basically that it was his fault. It was. Acknowledging that. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's take a break here and come back with um, kind of where the Cowboys sit here at the bye week uh, and how they stack up if you're dreaming big next on Media Mash. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. 
Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash, Steve Dennis, John Mashota, Nick Eatman, Clarence E. Hill Jr. Glad you're with us on this Tuesday. Back to the Wednesday plan with Thursday next week, but here during the bye week, happy to be here on this Tuesday afternoon. All right, uh, let's start this segment with this information. I don't know, just because I tracked it. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, there was a point where there were 12 teams 3-1 and one, with 1-4-0. One, oh. Now, then there was 7 teams 4-1 and one, with 1-5-0. One, and oh. Now it's 5 teams 5-1 and one, with 1-5-0. One, Six and zero. So uh, the cream is kind of starting to separate a little bit from the bottom of the mug, uh, and the Cowboys are one of the five sitting there at five to one. And what's even better for them is they've got a three-game lead in their division over two teams, and looks like that spread may even get bigger. A lot of elite quarterback play there in all those teams there. Almost every single one has an elite every, quarterback. Everyone has <laughs> almost, a magic man. Almost. I'm not going to go that far with Tennessee, but everybody else, yeah. Oh, boy. Tannehill got good in the second half last night, right. but he's been horrible all okay. year. Uh, all right. But, but that that team is very – that's built – their magic man is running the Derrick Henry. And, and, and one of the very few in the league like him. So it is, it is a little bit different. You can have a Tannehill when you yeah. have a Derrick Henry. No, for sure. He is ridiculous. Oh, my God. And I had the third pick in my fantasy draft and didn't take him. Took Kamara. Why? Uh, I don't know. I, I thought about it for a month for is it crying a PPR out loud. League? Yeah. Yes. Oh well, then I would have done that. That makes thing. sense. Yeah. yeah, but I I was wrong. Well, we're yeah. all wrong. And people who took Dalvin Cook number two were wrong. If you watch the Saints, the way that they were playing with Jameis, I thought Kamara was going to be their dink and dunk. I, that, I yeah. would still do that play over again. Yeah. In well. a PPR. All right. Uh, so here's the here's the question, and then we'll morph to a different question. But how things sit here at the bye. Uh, for the Cowboys. And what's interesting to me about this is, you know, Dak has, what, 5,000? I mean, he's projected for over 5,000 yards. He's already got 1,800. You've got CeeDee Lamb and Amari and Schultz all projected for over 1,000 yards receiving. Zeke, 1,400, almost 1,500 yards rushing. Pollard, also over 1,000 yards. Uh, Where they sit at the bye, there's no way they can keep up this offensive crazy pace is there yeah absolutely they're still going to get back michael gallup they're going to get lyle collins back i mean i don't i don't even think blake jarwin is what what defense do they face all of them they've got many games left what good defense do they face oh well they've got uh, washington tell me tell me this washington's a good defense uh, on paper minnesota 
How many, they will be, how many Carolinas go I really week? don't think it matters with the way that their offense is just, not only structured, but the play caller all the way down to the quarterback, to the offensive line, to all the weapons they have. Like, I don't know, give me give me the 2002 down? Buccaneers defense. So They're going to score points on them. This team is going to go into the playoffs with a 5,000-yard passer, 3,000-yard receivers, and 2,000 yards rushers. <laughs> God. That's what you're telling me. A 17 game. See, the problem is that yeah. if, in a 16 game season, no. In a 17 game season, possibly. Remember a couple of years ago, the Cowboys almost had that anyway. Yeah, the three thousand receivers. With the three seven, receivers, that what, that dead part didn't surprise me as much as the the two thousand yard backs. I mean, the, that is in the seventeen game season they could have done that a couple of years ago. What does Schultz have? Like, I'm not bringing up the a Schultz debate here, but like, what does he have for receiving yards right now? He's he's third. I mean, he's fourth amongst tight ends right now. He's but, third on the team. But but I'm just, standby station because I don't I don't know if <laughs> I don't know. About he's got three hundred fifty eight yards receiving. Three one thousand yard receivers seems tough if if Gallup comes back and takes some That's of true. Wilson's and Schultz. And all that, but two and two runners and two passers. That I mean, yeah. I, I understand. So I agree. Seventeen I mean, game they, season. They could have had a couple years ago. They almost had three. But when not they, two. They had two thousand yard runs. But you're, you're no. What I'm saying, three years ago, when Randall Cobb had like nine hundred yards, yeah, yeah, and he yeah, had yeah. one big plate. I mean, he was. You had two thousand yard receivers and almost a third one that year. Right. So you're saying four guys, regardless of where the yards over are, thousand, four yeah. guys over a thousand. That's, that, that's certainly possible. That's definitely possible with seventeen games. And we, yeah, you have crazy. to put, that's you have crazy. to put, the, but you have to put the seventeen mm-hmm. games in there. Hey, yeah, because the seventeen game season completely wipes out. Anything from the seventies when it comes in early eighties yeah. about fourteen game schedules eighties and before yeah you yeah. Eight, 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 yeah. anything before the eighties anything before the yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. they're completely out yeah, you have, because we got we got we got to change our mentality on all that yeah. and what the numbers mean and again, average per season almost needs to be put in there you know average <clears throat> or I mean you know average rushing yards in a season or something like that and not not total yards just because. Every time I look up some of these stats, though, average project, per game. I mean, average per game. Sorry. And project them out. It is crazy how Dan Marino's numbers still stack up with these quarterbacks of today. Like, all, really? oh my God, yeah. And and obviously the way they were playing, they weren't. They didn't win any Super Bowls, but it is crazy how he would. And what they, he would be doing right and now. And he had two, He had two really good running backs too, or at least one. Can't think of any. Oh, I'm going back before him, aren't I? Yeah, you're thinking like I'm Zonka. thinking Mercury. <laughs> you did not. You Mercury Morris. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, Zonka. like who did he have? Like Tony Nathan. I mean, who was his running back from Alabama? Tony Nathan. Who were some running backs for Marino? Chill. That's your that's your wheelhouse. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh my gosh! I <laughs> remember. Know. When, remember. When oh. he, he, maybe not with him. Who was the guy that got traded from Denver that was there? That was pretty good. I can't even. Alondo uh, Mari. No, there's no. a kicker. <laughs> Well, on the scary is what I'm thinking of. No, no, they didn't have any run. I mean, they didn't have any running backs really back then. I mean, Tony Nathan. Why are we talking about Dan Marino? I don't know. This is not a Dan Marino offense. Because you, when you stump me with something, my brain stops down to figure it out. It's a fault that I have. He said Tony Nathan. Yeah, he was he was there in in the 80s. They had another one there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Why are we talking about Dan Marino? What about their receivers? Mark somebody and then Mark, Mark Clayton, somebody else. Mark Duper, <laughs> Nat Moore, Clayton, Clayton and Duper. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they were pretty. They were bad. I um. So so the way we sit here at the bye, without Cowboys football this weekend, I mean it, it's just it, it's ridiculously thumbs up. Okay. On all fronts. In fact, I would challenge you to find anything that is. Thumbs down if you forget the boot. How would you feel if they played? They had to play Tampa Bay this week. We'll say Dak's healthy. Can can I just do this right quick since since you got me on this thing? Do whatever you need to. Okay. 
Tony Dan Marino's running back says Tony Nathan Lorenzo. You just said, why are we talking about this? I know, but you got me down this rabbit hole. Sammy Smith, I think that's the guy I was talking about. From Oklahoma? No. No, it's from FSU. No, Florida State. Oh, it's a different Sammy. Sammy Smith. There was a Sammy Smith Mark, from Oklahoma. No, Mark no? Giggs, Terry Kirby, Bernie Parmalee, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you were right about that one, and <laughs> Lawrence Phillips from one year, 1997. Remember, right, remember the great... Remember the great Lawrence Phillips? Sure, from Nebraska. Nebraska with Lawrence Phillips. Played for St. Louis. Do you think the game goes the same way if they play Tampa Bay this week as it did week one? Well, if we're going to – let's morph yes. let's morph this discussion into which – Dolphin of, tight ends, we could talk about their – Which of the other teams in the, in the league? Okay. Uh, I mean, pick one. Everybody's got to pick one. See, mine's going to remain Tampa Bay. So I can answer your question. If we're picking a team here at the – six games in mm-hmm. – uh, there's only five or six to choose from. Uh, we're all going to ignore Arizona, I think. No, I mean, no. you might not. But if why you're pe- would you ignore Arizona? Because well, you, you, res- you don't respect the quarterback. Well, no, don't don't start calling me names. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're all picking our favorite team six games in to be the team to beat. It's still Tampa Bay to me. Yeah, I mean, like, do you think Tampa would be worse? I mean, seriously, if Tampa. If it was Tampa and Arizona, okay, I mean, I know everyone thinks Cowboys are in there, and they should be, but I'm just saying, if, if, it, if it goes through Tan- uh, Arizona, and they're 14-3, and three, and they have the number one seed and a bye and all that, and, and then the Bucks go into Arizona for the championship game, I mean, they're going to be, the Bucks will be favored. Yeah, I think sure they will. They should, and I now, think the and Cowboys. They're, and they're that's fighting. What I'm saying that's why we're not. No one's thinking that they're not a good team, but I don't think anyone would be worried about going into Arizona. Is Arizona yeah. your team? I'm, I'm throwing the question out there, Clarence. Are you saying I think Arizona is the best team in football today? Today, right now, they are the best. They're playing the best of anybody in the NFL. Right now, they have special. They have two really special players. Three, sorry, three? they got three receivers. No, I'm, two I'm sorry. I, I'm Hopkins is unbelievable, and he's, it doesn't matter who his quarterback is. He is always there. The quarterback's unbelievable, and I think the the defensive end, the pass rusher, right? Yeah, he's good. And then I mean, you then you got that rookie receiver that's like you know. Yeah. They they have a special. They're not team. using him much. They they do sporadically. Oh yeah. I they, mean they got it's, 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 it's really hurting but, them too. They're okay. six and zero. Oh. No, but I'm just saying <laughs> Rondell hasn't even got up to speed yet. <laughs> right. That is my point. Here's the thing though. <laughs> they they seem like they're at this all in. You know, pushing their chips in type mentality. I don't know why I'm using another poker reference here, but um, do you think the Cowboys will will get to that point? Do you think they're going to look at it? I mean, like, Ertz seems like a guy that's like, hey, let's just keep it coming here. Let's get this thing rolling. That's what they did. Do you think the Cowboys will or should do something like that? I don't think they will because I think those players that they look at are Neville Gallimore and Demarcus Lawrence. They're winning without those guys. And Michael Gallup. Yeah, Gallup and that. Um, but to answer your question real quick, I, I, I gotta, I gotta cannot, fix my interior line. You cannot, you cannot sleep on Green Bay though, just because of what the quarterback has no. done to this team, and then also just because of the fact of a Mike McCarthy coaching against the Packers in the playoffs. Like you just cannot. I don't care. On paper, of course, if if the Cowboys are healthy, you'll look at it and you'll be like, this Cowboys have a better that's team. That's happening. But that's happening. I know. But yeah, but if those match happen. up, there's no way you're gonna look at yeah, it and go, yeah, they're gonna win this game easy. I, I, that's I agree. I, I, I'm just saying that. Yeah. That Arizona team happens. That Arizona team beat Tennessee by double digits at Tennessee the open season. Okay, they have not blinked since the beginning of the season. For the past couple of weeks, everybody was all in on the Bills, all in on the Bills. How great the Bills were, even though they were not undefeated. Some people had them as the best team in the league. They go to Tennessee, they lose. But I'm just saying, 
Arizona, their defensive end is is a special, special. Do you player. have any concerns about their head coach in the postseason not having any postseason success, though? Well, they they won without him the other day. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm think just saying, like, you know it's different. No, I, I you know it's different in the playoffs. I agree. I agree. But I, I, that's I why just, Mike McCarthy was yeah, brought here. I, I agree. But I, I just think that in in that that team is going to be a tough out. I can't wait to see the game and. We're, we all see that we were talking about Cowboys playing the Chiefs and the Cowboys playing at New Orleans. That damn yeah. Arizona oh, game great. at AT&T Stadium, that's going to be a special game, and that may have major, major playoff implications. Is Kansas MVP City still in the conversation at 3-3? Three and three? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. so what we're talking about is a bunch of teams that have already been to championship, conference championship games and two that have not. In, in this recent period. The two that have not are Arizona and Dallas. I mean, I'm not going to rule out Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to rule out the Rams. We're looking for the best team. Okay? Not not divisional. You know, not mm-hmm. conference-wise. Just the best team. Uh, I'm not going to rule out the Rams. Stafford and that defense. I'm not going to rule out Green Bay. I'm not going to rule out Buffalo. I'm not going to rule out Tampa Bay. Baltimore. Kansas City, uh, all of them have proven much more than Dallas and Arizona. Those two are the outliers. And I would make the case, and I'm with you, Clarence, before you started getting all puffy. That wasn't puffy. And, and nobody respects that quarterback more than me. Love the dude. Uh, and D- Dak and Murray may be my two favorite, except for Brady. So put those two with Tampa. And maybe there'll be and a little bit of a passing of the torch this this postseason, maybe. where you have a Brady, you have an Aaron Rodgers, and maybe it, it ends up being a dad. So who am I? Right. Who am I leaving out that you love? No, no. I'm honestly, I, I don't mean to kill the conversation, but I think that a lot of times about the Dolphins. No, I think call. Yeah, I want to know about the Dolphins <laughs> tight ends and how they compare to Schultz. That's what I want to figure yeah. out. Yeah. No. Gasecki. Uh, no, I'm talking about the '80s Dolphins. Okay. No, they didn't have any tight ends back then. Um, no, I, I I just feel like college football creeps into the conversation all the time and we're worried about who the best team is they're better than them the nfl is structured to the point of they'll figure it out it'll it doesn't matter if the number if that team that's not on your list there if there's somebody not on your list that's going to get in the playoffs and i can't think who they are right now maybe it's the, cincinnati since, maybe maybe it's the 49ers maybe it's the bear i don't, I don't know chargers yeah but if they get hot and win it all, yeah. no one cares. And so the thing is, is that it's cool to have. We we put an article on our website today. Power rankings, cool. I mean, like no, you're right. It, it just because, but it, it is fun. It's fun and we as, have to for do Cowboys it. fans to picture what they've seen from their team. Yeah. through the six games here at the bye, and and match them up. I mean, sit there in your chair because we all got time. Yeah, let's let's admit it. At some point in our lives, we all have time. You sit there and match them up. Okay. Dak against Lamar. All the chips are down. It's cold in Baltimore. How's he going to do? How are they going to do? Yeah. You know, that's fun. And, and to me, it comes down to the one team that I think would be trouble is Tampa Bay and Brady. Okay. And we've already seen it. Are at Lambeau? Right going now. to Lambeau in January? You don't I, think that'd be trouble? I, it may, I, think the, I think Aaron Rodgers' day may be almost done. But at Lambeau. I think they could. January. Yeah, I think the Cowboys could push him into his Hollywood career. Let me ask you this. Do you think that the Cardinals are better than the Cowboys? Uh, I do not. You think the Cardinals are better? I, mean, I don't know. I think the Cardinals are right better. Now, right. Do you think the Chiefs are better than the Cowboys? In, in in Kansas City. That's, a hard that's what's going to happen. The, chi- the Chiefs are a little thinner yeah. than normal. No. Okay, I don't I'm going to say no, either. too. No. But that's it. 
those are the only two teams on the rest of the schedule that you could maybe argue that are better than the Cowboys. That's the, it. The Vikings game gonna be tough. I don't. I'm not saying they're not gonna lose. They're gonna lose games. Denver yeah, could be right, tough. Right, the Raiders right. could be tough on yeah, Thanksgiving. Denver's ain't gonna be the, tough. The, I'm, yeah, the Patriots almost won. I mean, so they're gonna slip up and lose some games. But I'm talking about game teams that they should beat. They should. They'll probably be favored in every game the rest of the way, except for at Kansas City, and. Maybe Arizona, but I doubt it. I, I bet they are favored in that game. See, Arizona has the luxury. Their fans and and the city of Phoenix and the state, they have the luxury to sort of uh, – I mean, it's enjoyable. Oh, man, this team is so much fun to watch. Dallas has some baggage, you know, that comes with fans wondering how their team stacks up. It's really not as luxurious – as it is for the Cardinals. It's, man, is this team going to get in the playoffs and lose their first playoff game again? Well, I mean, Are they going to get a buy? I mean, it, it's there, isn't it? Well, it, it'll yeah, always be there until they get back until to at least an it. NFC Championship yeah, game. That's and then, right. And as long as that streak continues to be out there, people I'm are always going to say it. But I don't know how you can sit there and watch this team and more specifically watch this quarterback play and not think that they don't have the makings to win in January and February. Yeah, they, ha- they have to. And, and if it's not this year, maybe it's next year. Oh, we're talking about the Cowboys? Yeah. Or Arizona? Okay. Yeah. I thought we were talking about Arizona. I mean, I didn't know. No, we're back to the Dolphins. Next year. Back. Next year. They won't have Kellen Moore. They won't have Dan Quinn. You can't be talking about next year. What we do you, don't know. What? Next year ain't promised. You got a crystal ball over four, there? Four is still here. I'm just saying with everybody. If you listen to everybody talking, uh, Kellen Moore's got a job. Kellen Moore's so great that he <laughs> saved the conference call. Is there any Joe Trahan couldn't even fix it? Kellen Moore could. I thought that was funny. Go ahead. I just wonder if there's any offensive coordinator out there that would be like, you know, God, you know, there's nobody that would come here to want to like, you know, with Dak and Zeke and Pollard and all these. It's the relationship. They don't have the relationship with Dak. The, get it. Go, go hang out in Cabo for a week. And go get it. And come here. Mike McCarthy will take over. Colin okay, plays. you know, you know, the McAdoo is already on the staff, right? Ben McAdoo is already on the staff. Uh, like they want Ben McAdoo. <laughs> McCarthy guy. McCarthy will call the plays before he gives it to Ben McAdoo. <laughs> Well, you did just throw some water over this whole thing. You're, <laughs> you're shooting down the prospect. I'm, I'm lo- just saying that you let's not talk about next year. Don't don't put next yeah. year out there because we don't know what's happening next year. No, they have we a chance to we win now. We don't know now. what's happening in two weeks in Minnesota. Right. We don't know if nah. Cooper Rush. I'm, 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 I'm gonna go against you on this. Uh, when Dak signed that contract, they the window opens. It's for a Dak those window. Four years, it's so a Dak. As window. long as Dak's yeah. there, they're going to be in the conversation. Okay, who's calling the plays? It's a magic man window. Randy Gregory going to be signing somewhere next year with a big free. Oh my God! Oh my God! Chill. There's this thing. This is crazy. Dalton Schultz going to have a big $20 million contract Stick with me here. This is going to get wild. They have this thing called the NFL draft. In the last two years, they've done pretty well at that. I'm actually, for the first time in a while, I'm really fascinated by what they're going to add on defense. Can they replace the number one tight end in the league, though? Can they do why, why are you doing the that? number one tight end? Why are you doing yeah, this? You know what you're doing. You've already they, gone there. He I won think, the argument. I, can they replace he, it? He's number four. <laughs> he's number four. <laughs> go look can at the, go look they, at the numbers. Can they do this? Damn, I said top three, and I'm one away. <laughs> you're there. You're I'm, almost there. I'm almost there. And Chill just hates it. Well, should, no, Chill put him at number one. I just said. I'm just like I don't know how you. Hey, I was saying this about Arizona though. I mean, they're having a great season. I can promise you this though: if they get to a playoff game and have to host the Cowboys. Boys, they're going to hate it. And, and I'm not saying they'll lose, but playoff tickets, you know, like you have to buy them like the week. I mean, they go on sale and, and it's Cowboy fans would flood that place if that happened. Yeah. The other thing, they, though, they is did the same thing in Los Angeles a couple years ago. I, and they lost. I and believe the Cowboys lost. OK, I yeah. believe the Cowboys. Tell, tell me the point. 
I also believe that the Cowboys— Because the goal is to win, not to flood the place. All I'm saying is the goal is for the Cowboys to win. I don't care if there's more fans there or not. They weren't the better team They weren't the better, they weren't team, the better team. Okay, I'm just but saying, I just want the Cowboys— I mean, people want the Cowboys to win. The Cowboys are built— not, right. not to have the most Boy, fans. Put that in a, in a headline. That, oh, yeah. Story I'm sorry, right. Herm Edwards. I mean, yeah. I, understand, I understand how it works. All people I'm, want the Cowboys to win Oh, well, okay. by Clarence E. Hill. I'm the just cow- saying the that Cowboys we get, are we get built. excited about things that— not. No, no, no attack on you. Right. I okay, mean, I'm no attack on you. But, but too much, many times around here, it's always about the fans taking over the stadium. It's too much, all this other stuff. They haven't just win the damn game. Okay. Get, make kinda, a move in the play. I just don't get Kind of like they did against the Chargers when they had half the fans. Yeah, there. Just when, win. when When Zerline made that kick yeah. and it was. It's the not, venue, I mean, the the venue the fans, and all that stuff do matter in the it playoffs. Matters. Okay. And let me also say this I do think the Cowboys have, have shown you with the way this team is built that they can go in Lambeau and win in January. I don't know if the Cardinals, I don't know if I feel that way about them. Going into Lambo, see, it's all, I don't know if that rolls. Now out. you see we'll what see. I now you see what I meant about the Cowboys don't have the luxury. I feel some of what Clarence feels, and a, a lot of fans do too, I imagine. But this is a good bye week conversation. What the hell? Uh, before we get out of here, real quick, uh, it's a bye week for everybody. What's the one thing you can do in the bye week that you can't the rest of the year? What do you, what do you, what are you hoping to do? For me personally, yeah. Real quick. Steve, I have no life. I'm just going to continue to write Cowboys articles. Go. Wow. I'm going to no, no. actually call a high school football game. Sweet. Color analyst. Oh, what game? Okay. Um, it's in Prosper. It'll be the Rock Hill versus Lake Dallas. That'll be fun. Are you fun. color or play-by-play? Play, I'm color. Okay. I'll be nice, color. Nice. So it'll be fun. Good uh, it's for something you. I was going to do. Where can I hear it? Uh, there's there's a website. There's a high school. I forgot exactly what it was called. But but um, You should be able to pub it so everybody can well, hear it. Well, yeah, so yeah. we can all you got a lot of fans out there, I'm sir. I'm sorry. I, I'll, I'll get get to that. Chill. I was going to do every week, but I just I'm, did I'm going to go visit my dad in San Antonio. Oh, so it was the time nice. my dad. Winter. Yeah. No, I'm just like, I got to. That's awesome. Nice. All right. Well, have what a good. About you? Have a good bye. Yeah. What are you going to oh, do? You're going to hit in my, I, oh, Boy, hit what a bo- shock! Hit some golf balls. I'm going to play golf. Okay. <laughs> That's all I do. You guys actually work. All right. Get that finger fixed. Uh, thanks for letting me chat Cowboys with you again today, though. Chris Beam, the Buckeyes, the rookie. Thanks. We got Indiana tomorrow, uh, Saturday night at night. We got back-to-back night games. Indiana, and then I'm going to Penn State game. Yeah, yes, right. I am. So got to see my kid. Is, is, well, there, is college awesome. football season still going on? I, well, I've tuned it for out. Some oh, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out. Ours is just beginning. I've, I've tuned it out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you guys have fun during the bye week. All Thank right. you all out there across Cowboys Nation for checking us out. Back at 4 o'clock Wednesday next week. Enjoy the bye week. See ya. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!